Meet the Mayors this edition. Mayor Policina, Joe Policina Johnson is with us, also Frank Picozzi from Warwick. Nice to have both of you in. Thank you for I just give you a list of, list of things to talk about. Anything you want to pick <laughs> off the top? Any topic uh, interest I you? I think, think we'll leave it up to you. All right, let's begin. How about defund the police? You're a Democrat, you're an independent, but I know you're not for defunding the police. Never, never. As a matter of fact, when, when, the, when it was popular amongst the progressive group, uh, I basically had a conversation with uh, uh, the mayor from Providence mm -hmm. told him that we would not send mutual aid if he defunded the police. Um, I have no intention of ever defunding the police. Um, these men and women put their lives on the line every single day. You know, when they leave in the morning and leave their families, they don't know if they're coming back or coming mm -hmm. back the way they left. So um, I have never had intentions on defunding the police. Right. People who say that, I mean, I think they have an agenda and the agenda is they just don't like to follow laws or they don't like law enforcement. But it, and, you know, and I really believe that when you defund the police, especially in, a, in, a, in an urban area, you really hurt the minority community because they, the minority community, they don't want to yeah. have less police. They want more police. They want to be protected. They want their families to be safe. They want their children to be able to go outside and play without mm -hmm. gangs driving by with shootings, uh, ATVs, and so forth. So, and, you know, I have to tell you, I, I give the province police, uh, the men and women, they, I give them a lot of credit because they go through a lot and they're very right. busy. Now, uh, there's some who talk about abolish the police, uh, Mayor Picozzi, not particularly in, in your city, but others. You've heard this. You're technically an independent, but you can comment on this. I mean, how, what, how did the Democrats get that far, that they were actually talking defunding the police? That's, I, I don't know where that comes from. Uh, political um, popularity, I guess. Uh, in our city, we support the police. I try to provide them with all the resources we can. Um, our community is very supportive of police. They're popular. They're out there. They're engaged. We have great leadership. Um, we have full confidence in them. But the, you watch politics too, so now the president is trying to pull the party back because he sees the midterms. That's a radioactive issue. It That's is. what's going on, right? It is. Uh, it's a political uh, football. Yeah. It, and uh, it, like Mayor Policino, we, we support our police department. And, and it's really actually getting hard for people to, um, to recruit people yes. who want to do it. Uh, we've had a lot of problems with it. Uh, we're able to we still have some openings we used to get thousands of applicants and now we get a handful same thing with the aci the down uh, yes correctional officers right. to work. that's a tough beat uh you were at the governor's announcement his official i'm running announcement you were there yes. mayor hopkins was there he's Correct. a republican now the mayors are f falling in behind yeah. the old mayor of cumberland mm -hmm. you were not there but you plan to go you support <clears throat> governor mckee yes i do i think he does a great job he was a great mayor he's you know we have a very good relationship um, he visited Warwick yesterday. I had him take his tie off because I didn't have one. Um, you know, you have a long way to go with campaigning. I mean, candidates are going right. to define themselves, but, you know, I, I think he does a good job. Now, um, he has to still define his own yeah. office, He's, you know. Well, listen, we, we've had him in for a year, so we basically we've taken, been able to take the, you know, the, the measure of the man. We haven't heard much from Nellie Gourmet. We haven't heard much from Alina Folks right. or the rest of them. Why are you jumping in so early, Mayor? Well, are you giving the others a fair hearing? Well, Quite frankly, um, I've supported Dan McKee from day one. Mm -hmm. uh, I tell the story uh, when we asked him to run for lieutenant governor. We were on uh, we were on my lake on a boat. It was me, Mayor Lombardi, and Joe Alman. And uh, we told him obviously he should run, and he was hesitant. And I told him it's a long swim back to Lakeshore Drive. Yeah. But my point is, in a serious note, he's done a lot for the state, and he gets it. He he's a, he was a former mayor. I always say when even when he became lieutenant governor. The mayor's always had a seat outside the state house, looking in the window. Mm -hmm. Now we have a seat at the table. Uh, I think he's done a remarkable, a remarkable job with the uh, obviously the pandemic. I mean, being a nurse, I mean, I, I see what yeah. what he did. 
uh, and he really cares for the, for the 39 cities and towns. So I jumped on board early, as well as many mayors did. Uh, Mayor Hopkins and I, by the way, Mayor Hopkins and I graduated the class of 72, 50 years this year, of right. course. Uh, and, uh, you know, Mayor Hopkins is very satisfied with the job uh, Dan McKee's been doing because he cares for, by the way, he doesn't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, Independent. He cares about you and your community. And I think he's done a fantastic job so far as, as the governor. And keep in mind, you know, he was a lieutenant governor. He was held on the back burner for right. whatever reason. Yeah. But he always did things for the cities and towns. He always did. You know, you, you call him up, and especially now he's, he's, he's busy. You call him up, he'll call you back. You know, he may be busy, but he'll call you right back. He's always been there for us. You right? find that to be the case? You think Absolutely. it's going to be good for Warwick? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, when he was still lieutenant governor, we had the void when uh, governor, former Governor Raimondo was yeah. waiting for her appointment. Um, he actually, we still do it now. He has a municipal leader meeting every week. <clears throat> we do it by Zoom. And he made the deal, the Department of Health listen to us a year ago because we were getting no input right. with the uh, vaccination clinics and all that. He's done a great job. I'm willing to listen to the other candidates, but I haven't heard anything other than them criticizing what he does. And I mean, being governor right now yeah. through COVID the past year has been difficult. You, you, you haven't been able to do anything else but that. Well, if I if I was advising them, I'd say don't go to Picozzi's office this week. You don't have to rush over there. It doesn't well, sound like he's with you. But let me ask you this. You know, uh, Helena Banana Folks was on with me a couple of weeks ago. She mm -hmm. said his, his leadership has been wobbly, unsteady. And he's getting hammered this week for those $3,000 sweeteners, the bonuses that they gave to the unionized workers that the non-union people are collecting now, including right. the judges. I'll let you jump in, but you want to, I mean, he's had some problems too. Yep, well, I'll be honest with you. I don't agree with those bonuses. I, I you know, they went out to public employees, but... You know, the private industry wasn't getting them. So ahead, I, I have a different take on that. So, but, but, of course, Demichie's a great guy. I don't, I don't think it was, it was presented to the public properly. So from what I understand is the fact that they were given a bonus. And that's probably in lieu of a raise. What people don't realize, if you give them, say, a $3,000 bonus, mm -hmm. that's in lieu of a raise. If they get a 2 or 3% raise, that's compounded for the rest of the term in, in state government. And money's money. And money's right. money. Let's be honest. And now, does it, does it come out of the taxpayers? Yeah, indirectly. But, you know, we're sending money over to, to countries yeah. that people hate us. But that money is in the state. It doesn't come out of the state of Rhode Island's so-called so pockets. So I don't think it was presented properly. But I think what he did was, obviously, he was very appreciative of those people who did work during the pandemic. But when you look at it, it saves. Because, for instance, if I, I would do, probably would do the same thing or may do the same thing. I don't know yet. But this is in lieu of a raise. All right. So you're using money come in from the federal government. You're okay. not reaching into city and town coffers. That's money that's used as a raise. I understand. People say, you know, taxpayers, it's taxpayer money, no matter whatever it comes from Uncle Sam or Uncle, Uncle Rhode Island. But let me ask you this. At first, he called it a vaccine bonus. Right. Oh, that got people mad. And then he said, forget I ever said that. Now it's a retention right. bonus because we're having trouble retaining state workers. And people said, retaining state yeah. workers? A couple of years ago, Kachiri wanted to cut the ranks. Yeah. And now you, we all knew that it was going to go to the non-union people eventually because that's what the legislative does. You were up there. Yes, I was. You know that. But their staff, they match whatever the yeah. union got. So yeah. it's no surprise. Yeah. And now he's saying, oh, well, don't blame me for that. That's the judge's own budget. Not exactly the way it works. Go ahead, fill it in. But, well, that's one issue, though. I mean, you know, being governor is a lot of issues. When they criticize you for that one thing, that's what I mean. The other candidates have to come forward and tell us what they're going to do. It's easy to criticize what's being done, and I haven't heard from the other candidates yet. And it's also, too, the, the Helena folks, she yeah. came to visit me. I mean, I never heard of her before. Now, I mean, it's easy to be a bomb thrower. So you can throw bombs at the governor, but what did you do besides work for CVS what have you done for the state of Rhode Island? I mean, I think 
Governor McKee's got a track record. He's, he's helped the people of the state. And just to, to dovetail on what my dear friend said, um, it, was, it was kind of messy when the vaccines were there and we couldn't give them. It was, it was Governor McKee, when he took over, to say, we let the firefighters give the vaccines. Because okay. that wasn't like that before. I have to respect. be a fair arbiter, though. He had some bumps in the road, too, with his, with his rollouts and his websites. Well, you know, this is like ancient yeah. history, but yeah. it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. And we had one of the most highest, we had one of the highest case races, uh, rates under his watch. Now, he says that's only because we were testing so much. We were. And the National Guard had to come out to help the, the hospitals. Correct. And the troops had to come Correct. up. So there's another side to the story, too. There is. But let me say this. You know, we, for years and years and years, I've been a nurse for 37 years, okay. a registered nurse. We have a critical, critical shortage because the problem is it's old people like me that are nurses that are kind of going out, of, you know, going retiring. Mm -hmm. But my point is there's not enough staff. So by bringing the National Guard, that was a good thing to do. By bringing in the firefighters throughout the state, the men and women of the fire departments, mm -hmm. the EMT cardiac technicians to give shots, that helped also. This wasn't, this didn't happen pre-Dan McKee. All right. Dan McKee is the one who got, obviously, who said, listen, to said to the director, we're going to get the firefighters involved. Yeah. Now, when that happened, people started getting the vaccines a lot more okay. freely, and it worked. I remember having you on. I'm going to give you the yep. last word on the pandemic. That list I just gave you, well, this went wrong and this went wrong. Am I being too critical? And also, let me just throw one more in. He would say one thing as health director, Dr. Cole Alexander Scott, who left us, would say yes. another. Take the last yeah. word, then we're going to go okay, to I, a break. I don't think they had the best relationship. I know they didn't when he first came in. Um, and uh, the Department of Health didn't listen to us. And as I said, he facilitated away. He brought us in right away. And they started listening to us. I mean, especially vaccine yes. clinics. They were doing a generic model and it didn't work in every town. So he gave us a voice. And, you know, I, I admire him for that. I think, um, you know, there were problems, but it was how he responded to those problems to fix them. I think he did a good job. Meet the mayors, Joe Policine of Johnson and Frank Picosi of Warwick, our second segment. Man, I want to get to you and Johnson. We've got a lot going on. Yes, we do. Every time I turn around, you've got expansion, something's buildings, uh, markets, supermarkets. Correct. What's going on over there? What do you have? It sure. used to be years ago, that wasn't the case. Well, when I first took over in 2007, as I say, it was so stagnant with business, you could breed mosquitoes. Mm. We had deficits and everything. Fast forward, I've got about $2 billion in new business. The biggest one, obviously, is Amazon. Uh, Amazon is coming to Johnson. It's 3.8 million square feet, a minimum of 2,000 jobs. They, we've, we obviously we, we set up a tax structure, a 20-year tax structure, where we're going to be uh, compensated, I think, very well uh, over the next 20 years, and we'll have enough money to stabilize our taxes. Uh, we want to build new schools. We're in the process of floating a bond for $215 yes. million, yep. which I encourage the public to vote for. And we've had, uh, you know, we've got another business. We're working on a for-profit hospital. I'm working on another 600,000 square foot warehouse to come in with approximately 300 new right. jobs. There's another warehouse I heard the other day that's looking to come in. So we're very active. What people don't understand is this stabilizes your tax base, but it creates jobs. And I always talk to the company saying, listen, I just ask that you hire Johnston residents as preference. Right. And they usually do. Right. So we, 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 we're, we're moving along pretty well. You were the first to get the market basket. A lot going on in your community, too. You have yes. a market basket. Yeah, and basket. you're going to get a BJ's, yes. where the old Toys R Us exactly, used yes. to be. That's a big deal over there. It is. Because that mall was a little bit, you know, on the downside before they put a little money into it. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And mall's not like a traditional mall anymore. It's big box stores um, in a row. Yeah. So it's doing very well. It's the Rhode there. Island Mall. Rhode Island yeah. Mall, yeah. The, the Warwick Mall is more traditional. The Midland Mall. You're getting this BJ's. That's going to be big for you. Let's go across town you know i was going to ask you about the nilo nilo okay. i think it's a shame what happened in that neighborhood the pontiac village people just looking at it as an observer that man has a house and a neighborhood and he had a hotel one day the next day he had a homeless shelter yes. whether he wanted it or not 
and they were complaining, people on their lawn, people peering in, people, you know, uh, instead of going to the bathroom, they used the man's lawn. Mm -hmm. They didn't tell you they were coming in. No, they didn't. They gave us no advance notice because they were, they were there last year, too, and there were issues. If they could have just had enough respect for the city and came and talked to us first, and if they were determined to put them there, they could have met with the neighbors, they could have talked about last year's issues and ways to solve it. But it was just dropped like a bomb on them. And there was no recourse for you? I asked the governor about this. He, he brushed it off. No, we have no recourse. There was no recourse? There was no recourse. We had no say in it whatsoever. Uh, you look at this as, a, as just a listener or a viewer, and you say it's a shame what happened there? Of course it is. Absolutely. I mean, I, I've, obviously I feel for them. I mean, you know, all of a sudden you turn around, they don't at least have the courtesy to come and tell you this is what we want to do. And I think he, he said, a, the, the, the mayor said a mouthful. If you, sometimes if you inform people, they feel more comfortable, yes. and maybe they're not as resistant. It's not fair to the, to the residents living in the neighborhood. And, and you know, my question is, the person who runs this place, runs Karen the Karen Santilli yeah. runs well, Crossroads. Well, by the way, there's an all-star board. Uh, okay. Everybody's got their names on that board. Yeah. But go ahead. Okay, I'm sure. But it, it's not fair. And, and, you know, it happens all the time, too, where the state puts something in the city of town without, yeah. at, without at least talking to them. I mean, not that you're going to get our, they should get our permission, to be quite frank with you, because we are the leaders of our community, and we know what's best for, I'll give you an example. We, we um, are not going to allow any of those uh, injection sites in our community. We, yeah. uh, a council. S safe, a, safe injections. Yes. Yeah. A council a member uh, in Johnston, yeah. I happen to know him well, uh, he put a resolution in that we, we, don't, we don't want those facilities in our community. It's the same thing with um, um, the marijuana stuff. We, we have a, an ordinance where they have to go in an industrial area. We also put um, the uh, same person put an ordinance in to put the wind turbines in an industrial area. Right. So you have to restrict it. It's a delicate balance. Right. Yes. Let me just go back to you. Uh, he mentioned the safe injection site. Would you mm -hmm. welcome that in, in City of Warwick? No, I wouldn't. And what about a marijuana shop? It's coming. Uh, it, we know it, that. It depends on the zone. Uh, um, from what I understand, they're going to make it, you know, give the city's input on that. Um, it would depend where you're going to put it. What would you do uh, to, to prevent uh, the NILO from leasing it out again next year? Because we know winter's coming again. Yeah, we, we had, um, and I, I don't blame NILO because it's $3 million. Well, in well the hold season. on. Now, wait a minute. Let me just push back. If okay. I lived in Pontiac neighborhood, I would certainly blame the NILO. You're a hotel, not a homeless shelter. I know. I would but, be mad at them, too. Well, they're, they're mad at everyone in the neighborhood, um, including me. But we, like I said, they should have shown the respect, came to the residents and said um, there, was, yeah. there were better places to put it. I mean, we have hotels like Motel 6 sure. that's isolated. That is right in the middle of a neighborhood. It's not a good play for, for it. And at the same time, everyone wants to be uncompassionate. We have to house the homeless during the winter months. N no one argues that. It's just the way they did it. Right. They just dropped a bomb. I've done plenty of fundraisers for the homeless. Of course you have a wonderful have. house of hope. They're right Absolutely. across yeah, the street house, from city. House hope. They do great work, but there's a place that's correct without harming other people. Exactly. The guy has an investment. We have about three minutes left. Let's okay. just open this up. When I drive around Rhode Island, I see things I like, things I don't. I come in from the south, it looks beautiful, green, crossing from Connecticut. I come in from the north, I don't know what I see. Uh, I, <laughs> it's a mess sometimes. What would you tell the governor? The first thing you have to fix if you're reelected is what? First thing? First oh, boy, thing, what's job number one? And um, I only have a couple minutes. Go ahead. Get the main roads paved everywhere. Well, that's the, there is a plan for that. Yes. They're working on it. All right, the roads, what would be number two? Um, uh, I, I would prefer they gave the cities and towns money so we could beautify it as we see fit. So you want a little more money and more control? More money, more two control. Minutes, more go ahead. Same thing, more money, more you control. You have his ear. So yes, yeah, absolutely. And, and by the way, he's open to that. To, to, yeah. to, 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 uh, but, you know, you got to go through the General Assembly sometime. Yes. And, and they'll work with us. I mean, but you got to... You know, you got to get them, sit them down, and say, because yeah. I have a very good rapport 
with uh, Senator Ruggiero and the Speaker of the House. And they'll work with us, but the problem is you gotta, you gotta get their ear. And as I said before, I think the cities and towns, I'll give you a quick example. Um, we, we, um, you've got reevaluation. Yes. All right. We tried for years and years and years to get legislation passed to do the full reevaluation in 15 years and the statistical in seven. It just died. Uh, and, and this was Dan McKee yeah. was behind this, pushing this. Yeah. Okay. And all the mayors wanted it. So. We have one minute left. Quick lightning round. Regionalization. Would you like that? Or do you like that the way things are now? Um, I'd like to see a plan for it. I mean, it's been talked about for years, but no one ever sat down and said, this is a good way to do it. I know you it, support that in some measure. Certain things. Some, certain things. Like, certain yeah. things. But it, not, it's I, hard because, I mean, you go from one city to, uh, to another, and, and it's so okay. different. So especially the, the culture, fire departments, right? The fire departments, fire departments are entirely different. Too. You can't regionalize fire departments because say we regionalize with Providence, yeah. we'd be sending our trucks to Providence yeah. more than they'd be in Johnston. Uh, Speaker Shikarchi, under a minute. Speaker Shikarchi told me we have a billion dollars in CARES money to spend, yes. five billion dollars in requests. Yeah. Tell me what you'd like for Warwick with just 30 seconds. Some more help building new high schools. Okay. Well, Same you, thing. You, more money for our schools and our city and town buildings. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Thanks for coming on. We're going to have Thanks the rest of the mayors on because here where the rubber hits the road. We, we know that. It's a good conversation. Thanks for coming with us. Thank you.